Welcome to the City of Pod. This is not something I wrote myself, but this is a little jingle that we'd sing all the fucking time. Uh, it's called Make New Friends. Are you familiar with this jingle? Um, I, I feel like I am, but you're going to have to give me the melody. All right, here it goes. Make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other's gold. Okay, how fucked up is that? Bed's empty, no note. Car gone. You could have died. You could have been seen. Your father's now facing an inquiry at work, and it's entirely your fault. If you put another, another toe out of line, line, we'll bring you straight home. Oh, and Ginny, dear. <laughs> All right. So we both brought some material for this week, uh, which is a little bit different than our usual format. A lot of times we don't have a plan going at all. In- going into the week's episode but this week we're going for a little bit of a theme i don't know what you have with you but i know we both took a look at some things from our youth uh i dug through some boxes from like fifth and sixth grade and i assume that you did the same so i have some materials that i'm excited to share with you um but i think you have a a couple things you want to kick off with so i'll I'll let you take the reins these are small these are small little trinkets from my youth I mean, there are two major things looking through uh, these basement boxes that stuck out to me. One was uh, cards that I wrote for people, like whether it be a birthday or some sort of special occasion. And the other was um, school material. And there seems to be a big gap. I don't know. The two da- the two boxes that I was able to find sp- seem to span the first box is like 2000 through 2002. And the other one is like eighth grade. <laughs> so there's a whole gap of my of my youth that's just gone so we're gonna have some leaps and bounds here but the cards these are all from a, a long time ago uh, so i'm gonna start with a very small one this is one that i i wrote to my grandma um what the occasion <laughs> might be i don't know there's some illustrations written on here and I'll i'll go into them after i read what i wrote to my grandmother i love you so much <laughs> When no one wants to play with me, you do. <laughs> and that's the end of the card. <laughs> the illustrations, there's like a heart with an arrow going through it. Um, and then there's a thought bubble coming out of the heart. And it says love inside the thought bubble. So the heart's thinking of love. The heart is in love. The heart is in love. And then there's some lips. And above it, it says kiss. <laughs> And then next to the lips, uh, there there are two uh, crudely drawn figures that I think are playing like paddle ball or something. If you had to interpret this caveman drawing, what would you say it is? I mean, it seems to be my grandmother and me. Yeah, I would say it's badminton. Oh, badminton. Right, because I got the shuttlecock in there and everything. Nice. Moving right along. Uh, this one's a little bit further in time. I couldn't tell you when, but... This is to my mother um, for Mother's Day. Uh, It's a little poem for you. (laughs) Dear Mom, thank you for taking care of me and loving Coach Joe Torrey. That's supposed to be a rhyme. (laughs) 
Joe Tory. <laughs> Thank you for those two things, Mom. You, you take such good care of me. And boy, do you love Joe Tory, <laughs> Yankees former manager. <laughs> I know you like flowers, trees, but you don't like it when I sneeze. <laughs> I think you love cannolis <laughs> and maybe soccer goalies, but I know you love me more. Love, Cody. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, lastly, uh, in, with the cards, um, I have one for Father's Day. Uh, so, there's a collar that's on the top of this card and then, like, a big necktie. And then written um, on top of the necktie, it says Big Nose. And then on the tie itself, there's like a drawing of a guy in profile with like a, car a comically oversized nose. And this is what the inside of the card says. Don't go looking like the guy on your shirt or people will say, if that man looked like that forever, he could have not met anyone. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird one. That's a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I just, I, I just want to get right into some academic stuff, going right to fast forwarding to grade seven. Um, I think you remember our trip to the Liberty Science Center. I do. Located in New Jersey, as stated in the first paragraph. Uh, well, this is a report uh, that I wrote on our trip. I, I suspect all of us had to do. We this, had to do. Yeah, that trip was not even fun. We had to. It was like a, not a scavenger hunt. It was like an academic scavenger hunt. Like when you go to the dinosaur exhibit, like draw, label, like label all the fossils they have or something, whatever. Yeah. So there's like a lot of work involved. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing. There's a, a paragraph about Katrina in there. I think we saw like a whole documentary kind of thing on the hurricane on Hurricane Katrina. But uh, I'm just going to skip to the penultimate paragraph in this report. This is the paragraph that follows the paragraph about Katrina. The trip went very well, but I would have preferred to bring my lunch instead of buying it there. <laughs> First off, the prices were very costly. <laughs> Not to mention the lines were very long and unorganized. Plus, when I went to order, they claimed to be out of grilled chicken Caesar wraps. <laughs> This is like a very you thing. Like you were probably on that trip. Like I wasn't in your group. I remember I was in, I think, Joey Miller's group. But I feel like you were just like, this is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> they claimed to be out of grilled chicken Caesar wraps. So I just went with the simple, the simple chicken finger order. Then after I got a drink, dozens of people came from the line with wraps. So it turns out... It would have been much easier and less expensive to get a bag lunch instead. Then that's the, and then I go into the conclusion paragraph. <laughs> to sum it all up, the Liberty Science Center is a fantastic museum. <laughs> oh my god. This is all gold. <laughs> um so that's uh, in seventh grade, uh, going back in time, actually way back in time to preschool. This is just something I found. Uh, this is not something I wrote myself, but this is a little jingle that we'd sing all the fucking time. Uh, it's called Make New Friends. Are you familiar with this jingle? Um, 
I, I feel like I am, but you're going to have to give me the melody. All right, here it goes. Make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other's gold. Okay, how fucked up is that? Which one? Yeah, which one is the silver one? I don't know. So now you're left with this crazy mystery to find out. And then saying one is silver and one is gold means one is better. Yeah. So why is that a jingle that you make kids? So the kids that they find, uh, the friends that you make in kindergarten are going to be inferior to the ones you make the following year. Well, but did they eventually turn to gold, though? I think that's what it might be implying. Like your new ones are silver, but your old friends are gold. Oh. You know what I mean? All right, yeah, my entire opinion has changed on that. I I seriously thought they were just saying it's like, a catchy tune. I seriously thought they were saying you're gonna meet new people and you're gonna have to decide for yourself who's better. Oh uh, yeah, I don't think it was. All that. of life is a competition, so get opinionated <laughs> real quick. All right, this was some sort of exercise we were asked to do in English class. I'm not really sure if we we're doing different sentence structures here but all of these different sentences are numbered so i guess that we were asked to construct the same kind of thought or theme within uh different grammatic structures and y- you seem to be the star player <laughs> in my responses john strolled down the block then he blew up <laughs> number two what the fuck John fell off the mountain, painting the dirty rocks red with blood. Then finally landing on a rock, jutting out of the mountain, he was saved. But then he blew up. (laughs) Number three. I was playing baseball with John when I threw the ball quickly at John. Then he blew up. (laughs) I don't think that makes sense. Okay. That, uh, none of them made sense. <laughs> the first one was I was strolling down the block and then I blew up. Well, I know. Well, the logic is clearly absent, but I mean grammatically, I think that oh. was a little weird. Um, we're we're on four of six. We're almost done. It it poured it poured down hard, and John blew up. <laughs> uh, number five. I'm guessing this must have been employ some onomatopoeia here. So the whole sentence is just John blew up. Dot, dot, dot. Boom. <laughs> Number six. It's always funny. Like, I know <laughs> I know where all the sentences are going, but they're still funny. John was very blissful that day, even though he blew up five <laughs> times. Oh, my God, because there's five other... This was, like, number six in the okay. series of five. Yeah. So I summed it up. Wow, that's pretty genius. I didn't even pick up on that the first time I read it. It sounds like you went for... Okay, the things that you collected here are uh what's well, mo- yeah it's mostly writings um yeah yeah it's mostly snippets of of litter of my literary genius throughout the years well because i was looking I, I think i was looking at this stuff more through the perspective of like just the comedy that this is the the type of work we were doing like so i have a, a piece of paper from religion class in i think i don't know when was 2007 sixth grade i think it's sixth grade yeah and I, I read you like a line from it when I first got here, but I didn't read you the, the most of it. But this is like the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like it doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. The name of this paper is Why God? Like, <laughs> why God? 
and then it says in the subtitle is Good Friday. Wait, wait, this is like that. That's the assignment. Like that's typed onto the paper. That's, that's not like ti- yeah, okay, that's in that's not like face. this is your title for your essay. No, no, like, no, okay, no, 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 no. This is a piece of this is like homework <laughs> that has prompts on it. Yeah, yeah, and. Okay, and this is what I was just, before we started recording, I was just reading this paragraph and like my mind was just blown because I didn't read this when I was looking at through this stuff last night. But this is the paragraph that's written on the top of this assignment. This is what leads into like what the actual questions are at the bottom of the page. Okay. James never forgot a lesson he learned when he was 10 years old. His teacher, Mr. Frederick, had a two-year-old son who died of leukemia. Oh, my God. James really didn't know how to express his feelings, but after class, he stayed a minute and simply said, I'm sorry, Mr. Frederick. Mr. Frederick replied, Thanks, James. God must understand how I feel. You see, God lost a son, too. Mr. Frederick's loss helped him understand the meaning of crucifixion. This is the craziest (laughs) shit. This is so insane. He knew that whatever pain and sorrow we might feel in our lives, God understands. And okay, that's the, that's the, so we read this at like age 12 and then it was like, now answer the following questions. What is the greatest darkness you can imagine? There's a lot to remark on just for that question alone, but I just want to get into how you responded. Well, let me get into what they prompted you to answer with because they give examples. Oh, my God. What is the greatest darkness you can imagine? Examples. Doubt. Worry. Addiction. Divorce of parents. (laughs) Loss of love. Death of pet. Natural disaster. Which of these things are you afraid of and why? How is worry coupled with loss of love? So I put death of animal and fear. And then it said, do you feel God? Did you feel God's presence with you during your time of darkness? Or if not, upon reflection at a later time, did you see how God was present with you? And I think at this point, like I was trying to figure out, like just looking at the things I had written. I think at this point I was like... I was on to them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, think, I think I knew what was what. And yeah, I, and you gave them the answer they wanted. Yeah, I don't think I was still in the, you know, I, I was out Under outside the of the, the cold. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so I just said, yes, it seems as if God helps to make things better. He pushed away the bad and put in the good. And then at the very bottom of the page, it says, draw a symbol or picture of your dark time. So, like, if I had put death of pet, it wanted me to draw a picture of my my dead dog. Visualize, re-experience that on paper. Yeah, this is like a a fucked up Rorschach test or whatever. But um, so I just drew a picture of me being sad with a cloud above me that said fear. And then on the side, I put the sun shining in. And pointing to the sun, I put a little caption that said, God helping. So God God helped me. But anyway, it's wow. the craziest fucking thing. And this was just one of a hundred. Like, this was like a daily assignment. So this is not, <laughs> this is, it's not like they were few and far between. But You kids seem pretty jovial today. How would you like to reflect on the deep, dark ends of life that you haven't yet experienced? Just wallow? And then and then revert to God because we give you no other choice. 
Yeah, I mean, so as much as I'd like to just dwell on the ridiculousness of Catholicism, I figure in a more lighthearted fashion, I brought some other things as well. I just at least wanted to share that one, because like I said, there's hundreds of these. But there's another thing that I'm way more excited to share with you that I, I think is is you're going to enjoy quite a bit. We've talked about this in the past, um, but we, we've never really discussed it in as much length as I'd like to at the moment. So, okay. I'm sure you remember, I thought it was fifth grade, but looking at the dates here, I think it was actually sixth grade, but we had pen pals at that time. Oh, yes. And I think it was, it was just another school, right? We were just sending, it was like everyone in our class sent a letter to like another fifth grader in like, yeah, it was a random person in, in like Catholic Millbrook school. or something. Yeah. They weren't even far away. So my pen pal was named Daniel. And I know you remember because there was, we, we did this throughout the year. So we sent letters back and forth. And I know in one letter that we found, like you and I found a few months back, we were laughing because this kid had had a, included a drawing. Do you remember what the drawing is? The drawing is of a, a mythical creature that he made up or is based off of some sort of television show or some sort of property that he's familiar with. It's called the Bionic Drag Dragon Spider Monkey. That's right. Bionic Dragon Spider Monkey. Right. Um, so that was... One of the first, I, and I believe what had happened, if I'm trying to piece together the order of what these letters were, we had, and the only reason I bring that up is because he mentions the bionic dragon spider monkey in the letter that I brought you today. <laughs> um, but I think what had happened was we began our correspondence. At some point, he had told me that that was his favorite animal. I must have <laughs> asked him, what is that? And then he, that's the letter where he drew it and said, this is what it is. Um, and then I think what probably ha happened was that I asked him, like, how did you come up with that? And then it, in this letter, which I believe was our most recent piece of correspondence, um, he answers that question. So I think that's the oh, time. So you haven't line. responded to him? Well, so let me just see. Uh, this is what I think was the last thing that was said between us. So I, okay. I, I want to read that. So <laughs> this is dated May 22nd, 2007. Dear John Hammer, which of the three kinds of movies do you like better? Horror, comedy, or action? Yes, I did see Spider-Man 3. <laughs> My favorite movie is Night at the Museum. <laughs> I have two pet turtles. They are small. I have had them about two years. They are named Gordito and Poncho. My favorite artist is Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I thought of the bionic dragon spider monkey because it's a combination of my three favorite animals and metal. <laughs> Do you watch The Simpsons? That is a fun video game. What? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Please write back soon from Daniel Mahoney. So when I read this, I was trying, like I said, I was trying to piece together because I wanted to know were there other letters or like was this the first of them or was this the last of them? And I believe, as I said, that this was the last piece of correspondence we ever had until today. Oh, yes. <laughs> so about 45 minutes ago in a, <laughs> in a Dunkin' Donuts... I sat down and drafted what will be oh, yes. the most I'm recent. I'm so happy. <laughs> Daniel Mahoney. 
you're not lost on us. All I'm going to say, I'm not going to like preamble too much before I get into this, but I don't know what happened when the pen hit the paper here because I don't know what I went into this hoping Some to sort accomplish. Of catharsis. It no, it's like Bukowski just channeled. It's like <laughs> it's it gets weird and it goes down a weird path. So just be aware of that. But I guess with that, I'll just jump right in. So I dated it. I put a heading just like he did. Like, and I, I figured what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna address the the envelope and stamp it, and I'm gonna put his letter in with it, so he'll be able to like refer <laughs> yeah, back yeah. to it. So I dated it August fourth, two thousand nineteen. Dear Daniel, first and foremost, I'd like to apologize profusely for my delayed response. <laughs> It would appear that that time has gotten away from me. (laughs) To answer your question, I would have to say that my favorite genre of movie is action. I'm sure that the last 12 years have brought many changes. In all likelihood, Gordito and Pancho have since passed to the great beyond. And for that, I am truly sorry. (laughs) I have to confess, Daniel, that over the last 12 years, I've developed a complicated relationship with our fickle friend, Time. (laughs) I'll admit... I fear that I may no longer be the beacon of eternal joy and optimism that you once knew. I've come to know the pleasures and pains of growing up. Love, heartbreak, success, failure, and above all, the constant effort to simply be okay. Oh, I almost forgot. Yes, I do watch The Simpsons. Daniel, I'm not sure where our story goes from here, but I'll tell you this. Friendship is the most powerful weapon we have against the evil that exists in the world. When tragedy and misfortune rear their ugly heads, your friends are the ones that help you get back to your feet. Friendship is an invaluable asset. This is where it just gets weird. Like, I'm, I'm going down a pathway that I don't know what happened. Yeah, wow. You're channeling uh, sixth grade you where you're going into your darkness. <laughs> this is the deepest line I think I've ever written. Any modicum of success that I've achieved in my life, be it professionally, academically, or personally can be attributed entirely not to my own hard work, but to the friends that helped me get there. (laughs) I'm nothing more than the product of those who have seen or identified some glimmer of potential deep inside me and then been kind enough to foster it, transforming it into the radiant supernova standing before you today. (laughs) And that's what I want for you, Daniel. I want you to be the very best you can be, not for your own personal satisfaction, but for mine. (laughs) I'll leave you with this. Albus Dumbledore once said, (laughs) 
it takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to your enemies and a great deal more to stand up to your friends. So I have to tell you, Daniel, <laughs> that the bionic dragon spider monkey is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> you can't combine animals and metal. That doesn't even make sense. Your friend, John Hammer. <laughs>